This podcast contains explicit content and is not safe for work. Welcome back to Never Published. Me and Steph have just finished space docking, and if you believe that, you'll believe anything. I'm Scott. Um, Steph, what happened there? Space docking? Space docking. What's space docking? From last week with Stacey. Two penises. Oh, tip sorry. To tip. <laughs> Fuck my brain, me. My brain just wasn't, wasn't there. My brain was somewhere else. I do worry about you. Anyway, welcome back for another episode. I'm going to apologise now if I sound like I'm heavy breathing. I've got a cough. And it's making my asthma bad. So let's get straight into it. Have you read any good books? I'm reading a good book. I think it's a good book. But I'm I'm really struggling. I'm halfway through. Nothing, nothing exciting is going on in my book life right now. Yeah, you decided to move away from smut, didn't you? Yeah, I've started reading a thriller. What's it about? Um, it's about an author that is writing thriller books, but he doesn't release his identity. And then his wife... So I'm only partway through. His wife's currently found out his identity. And then, yeah, that's as far as I've got. Right. So it's an author, an actual author, writing... About being a secret author. Yeah. Fuck do you read? <laughs> so this week we've been watching Gladiators with the kids. Contenders, are you ready? I absolutely love the reboot. I mean, Bradley is one of my favourite people. His son is pretty funny as well. Yeah, I like him. He's in Casualty, so it's great. I think it's brilliant. Oh, is it um, Viper? He's the the new version of the wolf. wolf. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, what's your gladiator name? You know, it's got to be realistic. Yeah. So mine's Dad Bod. Can you remember what mine is? Wet Pussy. No, that is not my gladiator name. Can you remember? That's what you say in the bedroom. No, it's not. No, I can't remember. Love handles. Oh, yeah, but that's not true anymore, because you've been swimming. Well, yeah, I have been swimming. Lots of lots. My love handles are shrinking. Mm. Mmm. They're less (laughs) I just made that up. I was good. Oh, yeah, I I gathered that. (laughs) I didn't think that was an actual word. (laughs) I'm not sure. In the British dictionary. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Love handles and dad board. <laughs> Fucking their way to the travel leader. <laughs> no. Right, right. Let's, let's move on from this. So you keep telling me, mm. well, you've brought it up more than once in this podcast, that I can't find things mm. that are right in front of my face. Yeah. This has escalated this week. <laughs> what happened? I lost my dad. Not in a he's dead kind of way. Like, <laughs> I lost him. I couldn't see him. So, and pray tell, so, where was said dad? So we'd gone out and 
we, he's he's always the first in the bar. There's a group of us. He's always the first in the bar. And I came down about five minutes after everyone else. And uh, I was like, where? Has anyone seen my dad? Like, he's normally the first one down here. I went, oh, he, he went to put someone in the car, but nobody's seen him since. <laughs> Panic. Like, yeah, like, literally. It was, I gave it a good five minutes before I properly panicked, all right? <laughs> but I went, so I got to the point where I was like, fuck, I need to go out and check his car. Yeah. So I went out, made sure he wasn't, like, lying dead by the car or anything. <laughs> As I walked back down into the bar, I noticed this sort of brownie, silvery head of hair. Yeah. Which was very much like my dad's. Mm. And I turned round and he was sat behind a pillar that from the bar obscured the view. So he was behind the thing you were looking at? Yes. (laughs) You just get better and better every week. I don't think I can top that for this. Oh dear. Right, you you had a a top mum moment, didn't you? Oh, mum of the year moment. Mum of the year. (laughs) I shouted up the stairs at Hugo. I think it was to get his shoes on for school. Uh, We were going. We were going out somewhere, and he'd gone up to the toilet. Yeah, I I was. I was shouting like, "Come on, we need to hurry up!" And he'd got a snack in his hand. He'd got a brioche, like a chocolate brioche thing from Aldi. Because we're not middle class. He'd got that in his hand, and apparently I scared him, shouting, so he dropped it in the toilet. He was very upset. I mean, I went up and checked, and it was like a full brioche. (laughs) I would have been sad. I was only, like, yelling to get moving. Well, yeah, you obviously made him jump. I did make him jump. Dropped his brioche in the toilet. It was fine in the end. Oh, we were going to soft play. That's what we were doing. Yes. And he didn't even eat the bloody... He opened another one, didn't even eat that one, left yeah. it on the table and threw it in the bin. But that... So, going on a slight tangent here, mm. that one sat on the table for the entire time we were out. And the dog didn't eat it. No. If, yeah. you, if, if you, you waved one in his face... If you had it in his hand, waving it about... That'd be it, it'd be gone. Yeah. Gan. Gan. Like so, the sausage roll. <laughs> That, I thought, was going to be an absolute meltdown moment. We'd made homemade sausage rolls. The boys were having them for dinner with, like, some veggies and stuff. And um, Gino, our dog, decided he was going to play tug-of-war with Hugo's sausage roll. Hugo held on to that. Yeah, he was not letting that go. He was not letting that go. He was not letting that go. But the dog knew he was in a lot of trouble after. Yeah. He... He went off and sat in his bed and didn't move for quite some time. Yes. Mainly because I kept shouting, back into bed. <laughs> in my dad dog voice. Dad dog. <laughs> Your bandit voice. We love a bit of Louie. Dad anyway. dog with a dad dog voice. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago I said about my homebrew beer. Yes. We are currently trying it. It's very nice. I have to admit, it's evaporating faster than we can drink it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That was terrible. That was terrible. Let's try it. There we go. <laughs> Always worried you're going to smash the glass. Mm. I thought I was going to do that when I knocked yours off earlier. Let's get back to why we're here. It's 
Story time, story time. Another weekly story time. So, shall we recap chapter 17? Oh, you've, you've put recap chapter 17 and then in chapter 16. Whichever chapter it was. Oh, uh, I think it was episode 17, chapter 16. Or a little bit, I think. Uh, either way. In the last chapter, the group ventured off to the swingers club in search of a good night. In the biggest plot twist so far, they found out Sarah and Michael own the club. Rachel showed far too much interest in getting involved. And Alan, once again, got cock-blocked. Poor, poor Alan. You've got a thing for Alan, haven't you? I think Alan's, Alan's my hero of the story. I wish I could remember who I based these characters on. Because I genuinely can't. <laughs> I want to know which one's got a bigger cock. Well, you already know I'm not that descriptive, so... No. Chapter 17. Rachel. As I advanced towards my neighbour, who I never imagined enjoyed this kind of behaviour, I couldn't help but smile. For the first time ever, I noticed how gorgeous Sarah's was. Sarah's? Sarah's. 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 The joy of doing a pissed up podcast. <laughs> For the first time ever, I noticed how gorgeous Sarah was with her long brunette hair and dark green eyes. She looked like a goddess. Admittedly, a goddess of sex, but a goddess nonetheless. What's the difference between a goddess and mm. a goddess of sex? She's covered in lube or? I was going to say maybe she's shiny. As she pulled me and Jane in, she whispered, Welcome to the party. I looked longingly at her. She was glistening from the sweat and she smelt amazing. I leant in to kiss her, which was met by her devouring my face. I lingered for a minute. I could see Jane start to suck her nipple, to which Sarah immediately threw her back in pleasure. I took the opportunity, the opportunity to dive in for another kiss. I snogged her passionately. As I pulled away, she pulled pushed my head down her body to her other nipple. I teased, licked, sucked and nibbled at her nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so many nipples. Until I felt her hand push my head further down her body to her ready and waiting vulva. Well, good use of the word. I sat, I sat there for a second to collect my thoughts. I looked at my neighbour's vagina. It was perfectly shaven. <laughs> it was perfectly shaven, apart from a neat and tidy landing strip. I couldn't believe I was. <sighs> Fucking hell. I can... Come on. I couldn't believe I was admiring the gardening. <laughs> I was on all fours. I started to tease her by running my tongue up and down the side of her thighs. When she was writhing with pleasure, I parted her lips and dived in. I darted my tongue all over the place like I was practicing my ABCs with my tongue. Just as I, just as I was finding my rhythm, I felt a tap on my legs. Not wanting to stop, I just parted them, thinking someone wanted in on the action. And I was right. My head slipped in between my thighs from underneath. I could feel them start to dart their tongue around. So 
much darty tongue. It wasn't long before I had trouble concentrating on what I was doing. I look up for a second just to enjoy the tongue blasting I was getting. Tongue blasting? From below. Tongue blasting? Tongue blasting. Well, I've heard of finger blasting. Not heard of tongue blasting. It's like, is it the same thing? Is it a... I assume... In and out? Yeah, like, well, I mean, there's a lot of darting. We've not drunk for these darts. I think we've drunk enough already. I could see Jane was now sat over the top of Sarah's face. I could tell Sarah was good at this because Jane could barely stop bucking. There were two so guys... Who's, who's looking, sir? Like, Rachel? What, huh? There were two guys either side of Jane who were trying to get in on the action. Jane took one in her mouth and as she started to stroke the rock-hard cock of the other. Sarah pushed my head back into her love nest. Oh my God, we're going back to love nest. <laughs> oh no, it's not cavern nest. And, and I carried on. I could feel someone else climb onto the podium. I could feel his erection resting between my buttocks. Um, babe, there, can I just point out, this is supposed to be a swingers club. I think what you've written is an orgy. Um... Okay. <laughs> Could that happen at a swingers club? Well, I assume so. I don't know. Oh. But that's definitely more of an orgy than... I was really proud of this bit. Oh, I'm not criticising... Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I will... I may have written an orgy bit. But... <laughs> I could feel his erection resting between my buttocks. There was only one place left he could go. A place I've never let anyone into before. I rocked forward so his cock was sat at the opening. What, a stranger? As I slowly slid backwards to take in his erection. What, no, no, Lou. A stranger. Baffled. Is, Is that where you're going with that, yeah? I'm baffled. Cool. The man below slid a finger into my soaking vagina. This made me instantly cum. <laughs> With the adrenaline rush, I slid myself down the full length of the mystery guest. Ow. I immediately started to buck backwards and forwards. I could now feel Sarah start to climax. As she did, I could feel myself also begin to climax. The guy licking me out went faster and faster. <laughs> I couldn't... <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't keep it in anymore. I oh. squirted everywhere, oh, which yeah. made the throbbing erection explode inside me, which made me squirt again. I erupted like a fountain. <laughs> I couldn't help but oh, scream out at the top of my lungs. The whole place fell silent. <laughs> I thought I'd broken some sort of code. Then everyone broke the silence with cheers and thunderous applause. <laughs> I collapsed next to Sarah and Jane is not far behind. What? I think we might need what? to digest what I've written there before we go any further. What? 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 I I feel like I've gone beetroot. You are pretty red in the face. Um, what on earth? So it went from a... But was that a really good... It was, it was quite a good description. You've gone bright red. I can't go. What on earth? You've never gone bright red in one of these. I just, what, what happened there? 
That was a full-blown orgy. And then... I can't even repeat it. What? She erupted. I don't know, I'm going to cough. Like a fountain? Um, and everyone applauded. Okay. Shall we continue? <laughs> Deep breath for a minute and have a drink. <laughs> do, do you want to, should we take a second? Carry on. That was a bit full on. Okay. Why is everyone cheering? I quietly ask. <laughs> what do you think? Whenever anyone squirts on here, they get a round of applause for not getting stage fright. Sarah smiles as she speaks. Well, I mean, Sarah owns the club, so... I'd imagine Sarah made the rules up as well. <laughs> Better rules than Betty's. Yeah. I looked over to where Rob and Alan are. They give, they look in my direction and give me a nervous wave. <laughs> oh. Let's get dressed and go for a drink upstairs, Sarah suggests. So the boys have got no action. Fucking Alan! Poor Alan! You are so mean to the boys. I, I think there is... I, I... You've got a block there, haven't you? Oh. So, I will talk about it at the end. <laughs> Alan, I can't believe what I've just watched. My <laughs> wife was part of an orgy. Or at least... Or at least I think that was an orgy. Yes, it was. <laughs> As she walks towards me, she is grinning from ear to ear. Did you try? Did you have fun? I try not to sound condescending. Yes, I did. We're going upstairs for a drink. You coming? I figured a few minutes out of the way to process fully what I had just witnessed was probably not a bad idea. I mean, she just asked him if he was coming. I'd have been if I'd have been Alan. I'd have been like, no. I'm not fucking coming. I never get to fucking come. You're always bloody coming. Poor boy. So I followed the girls to get changed and go upstairs while Rob went to grab Michael. <laughs> I, I, I don't think... <laughs> I'm not sure that's what I meant when I wrote no, it. No, but, but I still think that's funny. I cannot believe what Sarah puts on. It's an extremely short, matte black PVC dress with not a lot covering her chest and nipples. As we, <laughs> as we sit down in the bar, I'm still struggling to comprehend how this is the same quiet, reserved neighbour I find mildly annoying. This version I would happily go out partying with. When Rob <laughs> and Michael appear, he and Sarah disappear to get drinks. They own this place, I say to Jane and Rachel. No way! Rachel is shocked. I told you, it's always the quiet ones, Jane <laughs> gleefully announces. When they return with drinks, I ask them how they came to own this establishment. It's a long-winded story for another time, Michael replies. <laughs> As we sit there drinking, Sarah and Michael make it crystal clear that what happens in the club stays in the club. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> we don't want Betty finding this out. She will be unbearable. We all agreed, especially after the last few weeks. At closing time, all six of us head back through the woods towards Spring Close. It was nearly 12, so we guess we wouldn't be seen returning, and therefore wouldn't feel the wrath of Betty. We all bid everyone a good night and head to our respective houses for the night. And that 
is the end of the chapter. Ah. I mean, that was a short chapter, but I think there's a lot to unpack. So, I'm going to start off with, I think my writing has got better throughout this book. It has definitely got better. I still don't like Love Nest. That's not my cup of tea. Um, that was much more descriptive. I mean, the whole premise was that was a swingers club, but actually that was a big orgy. Um, I do think you wouldn't let someone take your anal virginity without some lubrication or knowing who the fuck they are. That's the thing. I've not even clarified who it was. No. Um, there was a lot. Like, a lot. Okay, let's start with it. Was it written well? Judging by the fact you went red, I think you enjoyed it. I just, I was a bit flabbergasted. That was a lot in one little scene. All of a sudden we were like... Well, no, it was following on from... The last I know, week. but all of a sudden we were like, bam. Full-blown orgy. Here's a human centipede of fanny licking. <sighs> oh, God. That would put me right off. <laughs> and awkward silence. No, it was... It was <laughs> you can't even talk. It was good. It was just a lot. I mean, you can tell... You can tell it's written by a guy. Obviously you. Because it focuses very heavily on the... What? You don't ever talk about the male. Okay, right. I've got a challenge for you then. Mm. Specifically that chapter. Yeah. You rewrite it. One of the male perspectives. Or rewrite it in the, uh, the way one of your smutty books would write it. Because I've never read smut. Like, I've never read any smut. Yeah, fair enough. This is the internet that has influenced this. <laughs> which I think is why it's so bad. I'll give it a go. Shall we slip in something less comfortable? Why not? So we are back in Urban Dictionary Corner. And I believe Steph has some more, I think, is it Polish words this week? German. German, or oh, more German words. More German words. Is this for when I go off to war? <laughs> no. Anyway, I'm going to try and pronounce these correctly. I think we might need to explain the premise again, because it was a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so these are... Lovely German words or phrases. I'm going to say the German word or phrase, and then you have to try and translate it to English, and then potentially what it means. So the phrases are just translate to English, but the first one is a word, so you have to kind of translate it to English and then what it means. Okay. So you've got one word and two phrases this week. Okay. So the first one is Fertzkanon. Fritz cannon. I've not got a good German accent. Fritz cannon. Fritz cannon. That sounded American. Fer. Or Irish. 
Fritz Cannon. That, that, that's Irish. That's not German. <laughs> I can't say any differently. That, that's a deep breath. <laughs> and that's an asthma attack. Sorry, Steph is poorly. A Fritz Cannon. <laughs> Fritz Cannon. Is, that's it the e- best. is it F-U-R-S-T? F-U-R-Z. K-A-N-O-N-E. Fritz Cannon. Fritz. Fritz. I'm pretty sure F-U-R-Z is like freeze or cold or like fridge. It's that sort of, or ice cream. Snow. Snow cannon. Ooh. Is it a snow cannon? No. No? Am I on the right lines? Well, cannons, right? (laughs) I know know that spelling. F-U-R-Z. Fritz. I know that spelling. I cannot think what it is. Do you want to know? You've got two more. Oh, fuck. It's going to <laughs> I'm going to kick myself because I know that spelling from work. It's fart cannon. Gas. First is gas. <laughs> That's why. So a person who farts a lot. Mm. Right. Ig- ignore my lack of German accent. I don't know how to say that word. Solange ich ein... Gesicht Haber has du einen Sitzplatz. Say it again. Solange ich ein Gesicht Haber has du einen Sitzplatz. Sitzplatz. I think the crux of it is I've shit myself. It's a pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, that, if that's a pickup line in German. Solange ich ein Gesicht Haber has du einen Sitzplatz. So that's, it's, I've got a long something. Is it, I've got a long penis? No, there's no long in that. You said langer. So longer. So longer. So longer. So longer. Oh, so longer. Ich ein gesheischt habe, hast du einen Sitzplatz? My accent's got better as I've... Yeah. It's a pick-up line. Yeah. It's something about... <sighs> You're overthinking it. Break it down. What does it sound like? One more so... time. Solange ich ein Gesheist habe, hast du einen Sitzplatz. Do I come back to my house? As long as I have a face, you have a seat. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so longer ich ein Face have you got a seat. How is that? Oh, man. It's a great pickup line. I mean, not for me. Well, it depends what you're after. Um, yeah, I'd rather you said that to me than I said that to you. What if you said it to another hot woman? Oh, true. Thinking too literally then. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? It's another pickup line. Hey, Max Dublumen, ich habe einen Sack voller Samen für dich. Say again, just a little bit slower if you can. Hey, Max du Blumen, ich habe einen Sack voller Simen für, de- für dich. Für dich. Right, it's something for you. Yeah. And I, was it ich habe? Ich habe? Ich habe. So it's I have. Einen Sack voller so, Simen. <laughs> so I actually... <laughs> What my first thought was, <laughs> is I have a big sack of salmon for you. 
<laughs> which definitely isn't what you said. No, but salmon. 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 Simon. You got a big sack of Simon. No. <coughs> I'm a sack full of salmon. Full of salmon. Is it? <laughs> oh my god! Is it? I've got a big sack full of semen for you. Oh, what is it then? Hey, do you like flowers? I have a bag full of seeds for you. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> That was my favourite. Oh, and you were just so good looking at like salmon. Oh, man. Fuck <laughs> Did you enjoy them again? Yeah, that was good, yeah. I'm going to have so much fun in Germany in a few weeks' time. <laughs> You're going to take all my phrases out with you. Make TikToks with them. It's time for pillow talk. Steph is going to start us off this week. So, I've been thinking about dreams. So, I dream a lot. I remember my dreams quite often. Sometimes I have really weird ones. Sometimes I dream about really random stuff. But I keep dreaming. And some of them you talk about. <laughs> at the time. Mm. While you're asleep. Sorry. Sorry, carry on. Um, but sometimes I dream about the same things. And one of them is being back at school. But like being back at a secondary school. And not having your timetable. Oh, that was the worst. So, I don't know what lessons I've got, where I'm supposed to be. Like, because after a while, you get into the routine, you know where you're supposed to be on what day. But in this particular dream, that I have fairly regularly, is me, in school, I'm familiar with the school, it is the school I went to, but I can't remember where any of the rooms are, or what lessons I've got, and it's just that panic and I just wondered whether other people because it sticks with me when I wake up if I remember it I then sit there worrying about where my classes are I'm like Steph you're awake now it's okay you're a full-blown adult you don't have (laughs) classes you have something worse which is called work real life IRL Um, fucking IRL but yeah I just kind of wondered if anyone else like well, I dreamt about school timetable stuff. Uh, I never had dreams about school. No. I did have the odd time where I got my timetables mixed up. <laughs> and I was very often sat on the grass outside of my English lesson for 9am on a Friday. Mm. And it was the wrong Friday. <laughs> yeah. Because we had alternating weeks. But the teacher would... So it was me. I can't remember who it was. It was me and someone else. Like, we did... It wasn't... A, we did it, like... Yeah. Three or four times throughout the year. Yeah. But he looked at us on more than one occasion and just carried on teaching. Yeah. We were sat there for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. We are like, yeah, we're not actually... I don't think this is where we're going to be. But at no point did he come out. And mm. It was like an old school cunt of a teacher. Yeah. But... The one reoccurring dream that I did have as a child, mm. never got to the root of this. So I dreamt I was on a building site with my dad. Mm. 
and I ended up in the cement mixer. Right. A bit like a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. And then I got out and I was covered in cement. Yeah. I walked into, it was like the, the back kitchen of, the back door of the kitchen. Yeah. My mum wasn't concerned that I was covered in cement. Mm. But she didn't want cement on the carpet. Oh. Or in the house or... She wasn't concerned that I was covered in <laughs> cement. And then, shortly after that, mm. I was, you know, like an old school Winnebago camper van? Yeah. That I was on the back of one of them driving down the road, hanging off the ladder. Yeah. Covered in cement. And, and I don't know... If anyone can, like, break dreams down and... I mean, I used to, when I was younger, I had a really... A quite often reoccurring dream. My grandma and granddad's house originally, when I was a young girl, had a pond at the front. Yeah. And my granddad's mum is Scottish, so he's part Scottish. And we used to talk about the Loch Ness Monster. I think he must have read me stories and things. And I used to dream that the Loch Ness Monster was in that pond. Yeah. And I, like in the dream, we'd be hiding under my bed in the bedroom of their house and stuff. It's weird because it, it I can absolutely envision that dream now. Yeah, and that's like thing as if the, it was because it was a reoccurring dream. Like so, the cement mixture one it only reoccurred like two or three times. Mm. But it was enough. Enough for it to stick. For it to stick, but also when say it was, I mean we grew up in the nineties mm. with yeah. a fucked up generation. We're not getting into that. But my mum had a book. It was like a, what was it, DK, you know, the, the educational books. Oh, the D. Was it Dawling Kindersley? Something like Something that. Something like that. She had one that was just, you know, interpret your dreams. Ah, <laughs> did you look it up? Well, Covered so, in concrete. No, the only thing I could look up in there was ladders. Yeah. And it was a want to, like, excel in life or something. I was like, I'm, like, 14. I don't think that's what I would. I think it's probably some fucked up thing from my childhood that I can't remember. Probably. Or a memory that I don't remember quite right. Yeah. Your brain twists things in really weird ways. Oh, I have so random dreams. we we'll start a whole podcast on my dreams if you wanted to. Probably could. Go on then, what else have you got for us this week? So, there are two days in your entire lifetime that don't have 24 hours in them. What, the day you're born and the day you die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's when you're new and when you're end. Yeah. I don't know, it just... I, it popped up on TikTok. <laughs> Does it bother you? A little bit. <laughs> and a day has 24 hours. And at the end of the day... It's 24 hours. But when 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 do you class the end of your day? Well, unless you die at the exact time you were born, which... No, because I... you could just count one end as the non-24 hours, not the other end. Because 24 hours doesn't necessarily have to mean 12 till 12. No, but say you were born at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you died at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's still 8 hours. It's not 24. I don't know, it just... 
I, I saw it and it kind of <laughs> did my head a little bit. Oh no! I shouldn't bother you though. I don't know why it bothers me, but it bothers me. Is it because you're getting old? I think it's getting, yeah, possibly <laughs> getting old. Talking about your pension. My pension, the fact that I'm going to die one day, you know, it's, it's all getting a bit morbid. Well, it's not. You, you managed to convince yourself you're like nearly retired. You've got. So, I'd, I'd like, I got stuck in my own head, all right? It happens. As you quite often do. At least I didn't have an argument with you this time. Oh, I'm very glad. Thank no, you so, so just, much for that. Just for a bit of clarification. I think we've been over this before. No, I was going to explain the, the pension thing. Oh. So, I recently turned 34. Oh, piddle off. And I was thinking about my pension. I was like, I'm only 10 years away from 44. I was like, that's only 10 years away from 54. And by then, I'm thinking about retirement. Which means I'm pretty much retiring next year. <laughs> and my pension... Carried is, away with himself. And my pension is not good enough. He's not retiring next year, FYI. Unless this podcast takes off. We don't make any money from this podcast. Shh. Yet. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my train of thought regarding my pension. Anyway, it's I right. think... I'll just start OnlyFans when I'm 60. Mm. No. No? No. What, you don't think people would pay for... Hang on. Oh, what are they paying for? We've gone down a rabbit hole here. You know, like elderly ladies lost their husband. Mm. But... Mm. <laughs> I had a mouthful of beer then. <laughs> Should I not finish what I was going to say? The thing is, what you're, <laughs> what you're not thinking about is, you know, you're talking about, oh, when I'm 60, I'll start an OnlyFans. Yeah. Mm. And you're going, oh, when an elderly lady's lost her husband. Right. I'm not sure it's elderly ladies that'll be watching you. My preference in celebrity men is considerably older than myself. Oh, so so at the age of 60, I need to target the, the 90-year-olds. Is that what you're saying? No. No? No, I'm saying to you now, I'm 35. Yeah. And I look at people like Patrick Dempsey, Johnny Depp. Oh, so I need to start doing OnlyFans now. No, they're all like 50s, 60s. I'm confused. (laughs) I I feel like you're trying to shoot me down. I, no, I'm saying to you, the generation that potentially would watch you are not elderly. Oh, oh, oh! No, that's like Epstein. Ter- no, let's not go down that route. What? Fucking Jeffrey Epstein. I'm confused. The massive paedophile. Babe, if you're sixty and a thirty-five-year-old's watching you, that's not. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you missed the whole point there. No, no, I. That took you far too long to get though. Basically, are boys girlfriends or wives? <laughs> oh, God. On that note, I think we should... Uh, no, that's a conversation we don't want to have. Call it a Dad, day. my girlfriend, Connie, uh, 
She reckons you've got a massive knob. Why does she say that, sir? Oh, because she's saying you're on OnlyFans. Anyway. Does I'm... she want to lick it like a lollipop? <coughs> Stop it. Enough. I'm putting my foot down. It's time to say goodnight. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Please, if you've got any feedback for Scott and his terrible ideas, or his book, or anything you would like to hear us talk about, let us know. Um, our email is neverpublishedpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. I have been on the internet, but it's late, and the traitor's final is on in about five minutes. So, we'll see you all next week. Good night and God bless.